0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Apple Tweets.
1: Hi, Orina. Uh, yeah, that was a quite long two weeks, I would say, since our pilot episode. We have a bunch of news to cover, and uh, we already told everybody <laughs> that we will be talking about um, privacy, tracking, and uh, other stuff. But I think we can start with some interesting news on uh, security in Apple platforms. Uh,
0: Yes. Uh, Danis, do you want to get $130,000?
1: I definitely would like to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, there is a um, way to get it. Um, um, Security researcher Alex uh, uh, Bierson did it in a very smart way. He uh, hacked uh, Apple, Tesla and a number of such companies. Um, he uh, used a whole of um, open source uh, package managers for Ruby, uh, JavaScript, and um, Python. He discovered that uh, if there are a public uh, package with the same name as a company has a private one, um, a public one uh, gets a priority to be downloaded. Uh, yes, so he forced to download his packages uh, and notified the companies about it. Uh, For sure, he had no any harmful content and uh, notified companies. And uh, he already uh, received over $130,000 in bug bounties and uh, confirming that Apple uh, will reward him too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, open source uh, packages, it's something. At least we we definitely need to say all the developers... always verify your dependencies. That's something, Mm -hmm. well, we, and, uh, like, even Apple's and other companies now learned this lesson, I think. (laughs) At least, I hope. Uh,
0: The interesting thing is that he played with uh, versions and, uh, like, um, uh, made a higher version to be uh, downloaded.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And again, uh, we typically, uh, even when we develop our own projects, we s- try to set the version specifically and uh, not to like update it in random manner. I mean, so yeah, if you do something, just keep keep an eye on the versions of the third-party libraries. And uh, one more thing on the um, on the security. So, Apple actually uh, updated uh, C toolchain in. Uh, they are a build of the uh, iOS fourteen, so they use updated, specifically crafted for themselves um, uh, C compiler toolchain to build iBoot, which is basically uh, one of the components of the iOS boot process. And uh, their main focus was actually to make um, memory mem- errors go away. Well, at least. I I hope they did the changes to prevent most of the memory problems like overruns or uh, other stuff. And uh, it seems that this, again, will be uh, a significant uh, measure to prevent future um, exploits and, yes, probably the jailbreaks as well. So good job, Apple, in terms of making even C compiler better for uh, low-level development. And uh, another thing which uh, security researchers mentioned that... uh, current beta version of the iOS 14.5 shows that uh, zero-click exploits are now much harder to trigger so they add uh, a couple of measures in order to prevent uh, such uh, uh, issues to come up and uh, this is called pointer authentication codes uh, as it states and this actually basically uh, again tar- uh, targets memory corruption, memory uh, issues which give you an opportunity to run some malicious code and uh, their approach is to eliminate at least this particular way of doing that so again uh it seems that uh apple takes security seriously and uh there are a couple of things happened in ios 14 like uh, blast door which we already discussed i believe and uh, which basically makes imessage more safe for users and uh, these measures, in terms of uh, other exploits, again, probably make this uh, uh, Apple platform more, let's say, secure. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, I think hackers are crying. <laughs> <But> they, uh, <laughs> uh need new ways to do something. Uh, and uh, there are more updates of uh, 14.5 uh, versions for iOS and the iPad, uh, uh, according to security and privacy. Uh, now, uh, Apple uses uh, Google. Uh, safe browsing feature not uh, only to protect users, but uh, now he protects user of this feature too. Uh, it <laughs> passes requests uh, to the, detect if um, the site in a blacklist through their own uh, server. So uh, Google will, will, won't know uh, the IP addresses and do uh, some analysis uh, who, uh, who, what addresses do you visit. So pretty meaningful. <laughs>
1: I think. Yeah. And again, that's uh, something I hope that already be done there, but uh, at least it happens in iOS 14.5. And uh, well, uh, it seems that Apple tries to distance users from Google in, even in these internal features, which you typically don't see. Uh, and uh, that's, that's great to see. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's quite a, welcome ch- a welcomed change
0: um yes but uh there are different points of view of this like um uh, main making a um, um, uh, so uh users are not sure if apple don't use uh, your information so it protects of, of, of all of the others but uh, what's uh ensuring that uh, they don't take it of you <laughs> yeah so he, he, so now only Apple have your information. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And I kind of expect that uh, Apple already has a lot of that. I mean, it might not get everything, but my uh, browsing history is stored on iCloud. And I hope Apple doesn't have access to that and that's stored in the secure manner. Uh, I hope, again. But, uh, yeah, well... Uh, it it seems that we we rely on Google in terms of being honest player in terms of privacy and uh, in terms of using the, the data properly. So again, we'll see how it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, there is one more uh, security feature for specifically for iPads. Uh, in your iPad OS, uh, it's extended uh, now. Uh, your uh, built-in microphone is muted when uh, smartphone uh, is closed um uh, not only uh, it and it works not only for ipad pro but all the ipads uh start in 2020 so pretty yeah.
1: useful yeah uh so basically initially they had uh like hardware disconnect of the microphone in which uh like uh, it, it was using magnets which are on this uh, case and when mm-hmm. you close the case uh magnets disconnected the fo- uh, microphone so you you're Pretty much uh, sure that the microphone is off, and they are doing this in the um, operating system on the software level. But still, that's a pretty pretty good feature for to be sure again that your well, your iPad yeah, will not so, be listening. Uh, even,
0: even if your software is compromised, uh, uh, there is no way to listen to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think we can now go to the probably one of the main topics for. Uh, uh for this show and uh that's uh in terms of analytics tracking uh and uh everything else uh, so uh what uh was uh like couple of articles during these uh weeks uh were t- telling us like if apple is actually uh banning all the free analytics tools for for developers and uh it's kind of complicated topic actually it's not that yes or no so Yes Apple uh, will uh, with the iOS 14.5 will require uh, your app or your uh, any third party SDK you use to ask user for permission if they access uh, identifier for advertisers so that was like known uh, known thing but not just the IDFA so you have asked to uh, ask user uh, to allow tracking if your app or any of the third-party SDKs, attracting users outside the app, or use data from your app to be sold to some data brokers. And uh, when we talk about free analytics SDKs, we typically know that there is no—we uh, we know that there is no free stuff in the world. So if you use something for free, then you pay with something else. It's not money; it's probably users' data or users' actions. And uh, if analytics should ask user for uh, for this tracking and for getting this data, then, uh, well, probably m- most of the users might decline that. And it seems that we do not have definite answer if uh, actu- Apple is actually banning these tools. Uh, well, first of all, no, they are not banning, they are asking these tools to ask permission for tracking. And, uh, Probably you might consider switching to paid options which are not using your data in terms of selling that to Google, to Facebook or any other big companies. And you probably need to reconsider analytics you're doing in your app. And if you're doing like your own analytics for your own purposes, it and you already already have some backend, it might be worth looking into your own personal analytics options. These will not require you to get uh, permission from user because you're not selling this data. Well, uh, assuming you're not selling this data. (laughs) Well, uh, but uh, if you're doing that for your own, uh, just basically you need to know which screens your user visited. You need to see uh, which uh, screens take longer time to... um, a lot or something else, you can do that. And uh, that does not require you to ask for the permission. The only thing you need to ask for is the permission to get uh, the data outside of the app. So this is main topic here. And this is why the free analytics SDKs are typically target for this particular uh, request. So we will see for the definite answer from um, Firebase team or like any Google Analytics, like Google Analytics and uh, their Firebase Analytics and other um, free options. Because at the moment they didn't say that they are actually using that. We probably need to go through long uh, uh, terms and conditions document and uh, we'll see, we'll see. So as of now, uh, if you are doing that, consider other options. If you highly rely on these uh, um, analytics SDKs, like consider other options. That's might be a good time to do that. Uh, Apple will not ban that. Apple will not uh, force something to be removed immediately, but they will gradually uh, force your app to be careful with the um, the data which you get from the user. And uh, well, if that answers your question in terms of uh, how to deal with that? That's okay. If you, if not, please contact us, and we will get into more details. Uh, because I believe this topic will be more and more in use and uh, in the developers' hands. I mean, this is something we will be dealing uh, in our day-to-day projects, like for ne- next months or maybe even years. <laughs>
0: uh, um, a number of my customers previously already used their custom analytics, so I don't think it will be a, a huge engineering problem, and um, I think that. Uh, uh, even now, it's hard to see any useful advertisement, and uh, uh, this uh, strategy will make it a complete mess. <laughs> uh, and while Apple is uh, struggling with uh, third-party analytics, it uh, improved his own and extended it for Apple uh, for Upclips, and now it is available in Apple Connect um, in App Store yeah. Connect. Uh, and uh, you can see the number of downloads, crashes, and sessions, and uh, the way that um, user get to your upclip. clip, it, either it app um, clip code uh, maps or any external
1: uh, link.
0: Uh, but it's available only for, for sure from users who uh, accept it uh, to share the data.
1: And yeah, by the way, you can deny that when you set up your uh, iOS on your device. That's true, so mm-hmm. you can. You can change uh, the settings uh, when, when needed and uh, yeah. But typically we can expect that this would be like actually something. And yeah, wh- one more thing I would need to m- m- make note here. You will not get like each user there. You will get aggregated analytics. And uh, that's typically what, what you get from the uh, App Store Connect. Yeah, okay. Uh, the next big thing is uh, uh, regarding the so-called nutrition labels and uh, Uh, US House Committee asks Apple about these and uh, this is something which is not something already done. This is the process. And uh, basically what uh, uh, House Committee asks for is to um, Apple be more accurate about these uh, nutrition labels and probably they will force somehow to verify that. So at the moment when you uh, publish an app, you need to self-describe what you do with the user's data. And uh, that has some a couple of categories. Uh, that's uh, uh, what data you collect, with what data you collect, and uh, link to users' identity, and what dat- data do you use to track user. And uh, that's uh, comes with the um, with the topic we discussed previously. But now that's all up to you. You have to do that on yourself. Apple typically does not uh, check that, but we see some reports that at least some things will be checked. Probably, uh, with this request from um, house Committee will force Apple to do more checks on these nutrition labels and probably this will require uh, you to be more specific in terms of what you uh, describe there.
0: Um, and I think uh, who's um, really more responsible for this? Uh, store or publisher? For example, when I go to market, uh, I buy um, cake and I see the ingredients. Uh, and the market is not responsible for <laughs> uh right. for the publisher <laughs> who does this. Uh, but from other hand, is this uh, cake is some like has a violence content
1: <laughs> uh, maybe
0: publisher uh, is responsible uh, for placing it. Uh, I don't uh, know
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a uh, big topic. I mean, it might be very hard to verify which each specific entry in these uh, nutrition labels uh, in terms of Apple. As they do the review, they might require you to submit more information about how do you use or um, like legally uh, signed documents. Or I don't know. I mean, this is something which will probably uh, a little bit complicate the process if you collect data, or you will have to admit that you are not collecting and force not collecting i mean even like doing some third party sdks you will need to verify that they they are not collecting anything so this is uh, this is getting more and more uh, complicated but uh personally i would like that to be these labels to be true so i would like to see if this uh, like uh, i don't know flashlight uh, app <laughs> tracks me uh, every step i do or uh, it's a simple app which doesn't do anything and uh, i would probably uh, be moderate in terms of like only use apps which do not track me. I mean, yeah, we we, we know that that's kind of a business model, but I would prefer this to be first uh, declared. And second, this should be done in the proper way. I mean, not too deep into tracking or not getting more than the application actually needs some some application might need my contact information in order to to work but i hope they will not they will, they will not get all the contact information from my address book or anything else or like put some uh, tracking uh, identifier for my device specifically to track my my actions outside so mm-hmm. hope this uh and actually i this particular feature i hope will be um, replicated in some way by google i mean hope all the- they they get so that's something i would would like to see across the industry not just on app store okay um one more topic on this uh privacy and uh uh we we couldn't uh skip the um, facebook here (laughs) and uh, we see that uh mark super uh sent a memo to his staff in terms of like basically fight apple on, on all fronts here and uh uh, you can follow this on the Wall Street Journal uh, article. It's kind of big and uh, like descriptive in terms of what what's actually happening. I would like to mention here that we we see that the company which relies on our data fighting the company which tries to like somehow limit the access to that data. And uh, previously they were pretty fine with uh, what Apple gi- gave them. Like they could track a lot of stuff on on what we do and how we do that. Uh, Again, I I have to admit, I'm not on the Facebook side here and uh, I don't know how to, I mean, if that's honest, I mean, in terms of like they're saying uh, a lot of stuff in terms of uh, like this will hurt small business or many other things. But I don't think that's true, actually. And uh, this particular change will only harm Facebook because they rely on the data.
0: Um, I think it's um, a question about um, like uh, privacy and uh, personalized content. For example, um, the, inside the one site, you have would have a personalized personalized data. Uh, not um, so. It's more convenient when you like have uh, news related to, to topics you are interested in, and so on and so on. For or for example, uh, some your, uh, your location-related um, data. So some tracking are uh, really useful uh, for end users for just um, uh, looking back to some very simple sites that can do nothing and <laughs> just present your da- data. Uh, this analysis, uh, I think, really helps to build useful content and make uh, users' life easier. Because uh, to like discover uh, the UX you need and the data you need, uh, uh, it's uh, very difficult if uh, some researchers al- already do it for you. You can, like, focus on other things uh, to build uh, your uh, comfortable space everywhere for yourself. It's very difficult and time-consuming.
1: I think we might be on the Facebook side here if not the, like, Cambridge Analytica or, like, any previous uh, problems with the how Facebook uses the data they get. So, again, I'm 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 not here I'm I'm not with with Facebook here but uh, the question here is personalized content it's a good thing and um they wouldn't they wouldn't need something in terms of uh uh tracking me outside the Facebook app if uh, they just like use my Facebook activity for getting me personalized content on the actions within the Facebook so that's okay I'm I'm probably okay with that and that's again actually not something I would be arguing to and if I were like highly dependent on the personalized uh, ads. I might even agree to this particular request to track me. So I don't think... um Facebook is uh, like doing only in terms of like giving user personalized content or or everything else. If they explain that properly and if they use the data properly, probably many users would agree to get uh, this tracking. Um, But all the stuff happened with the Facebook and with the data they collected. I don't know. I mean, this is something uh, which troubles me, I would say.
0: Um Apple struggles not with only such uh, big companies, but uh, with the small ones too uh he it reported to global news that uh, uh they um, like closed over the half million accounts developer accounts last year uh for the fraud content uh, and this um, um report appeared uh, of them. Uh, language apps that was published by his student and uh, was uh, closed, and his account also uh, also was closed. He uh, couldn't uh, couldn't get a- any uh, meaningful information from Apple. Why uh, they did this? Uh, it was like uh, just um, uh, standard email. And he asked Global News to help him uh, to uh, get know what's going on. Uh, finally, his Apple uh, uh, his app is back to store, and his account is back too. But uh, uh now we can see that uh the um, uh, like maybe algorithms or logic uh, how they do it's uh, um it's not clear maybe they uh if they have some complaints they don't uh, go in depth of it. they just uh, close your account and <laughs> and and
1: don't answer you Right. Well, that's something which troubles me, actually. I mean, we we know that a lot of apps are uh, from, like, big publishers, which could fight uh, these battles efficiently, but for example, if you're an indie developer and you rely on the app store as your, probably, well, maybe not the only, but the biggest uh, income source, then these, uh, like, uh, account removals, app removals, uh, they hurt you a lot in terms of Users, I mean, if they restantiate the app, and uh, the damage might be already done, and uh, this should be taken in well, properly, I think. And yes, we do not want to have fraud on the app store or any or, or anywhere, but uh, I don't know. I mean, this is something uh, probably might need some tuning in terms of avoiding such problems in the future, and. Uh, Again, student, that's something I think uh, he was kind of relying on this in, in some way, at least. I mean, uh, otherwise he wouldn't be doing something. Uh,
0: I'm wondering how uh, uh, he didn't uh, feel the claim for Apple <laughs> still. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, speaking of App Store and removals, uh, there's still uh, ongoing battle with the cloud gaming services on the App Store. So... Apple uh has a position that you you can do that this cloud gaming on the on the App Store, but the service itself should provide you uh an option to buy a game uh from this particular service. So you you have to be purchasing a game uh individually from your application. And and those should not be available like as Blanket app where where you can play any app store game outside. So now Shadow Cloud Gaming again removed from the app store. It was uh, removed and uh, added back and now it's uh, basically removed once more. So I believe we will be seeing more and more uh, things happening with the cloud gaming. And I believe one more thing here is uh, uh, that gaming is actually very, very important thing in terms of iOS devices. You, well, you have device which always with you and uh, it's probably might not run every game uh, out there. And uh, well, some games might require even more processing power than these already powerful devices can can give you. And uh, you need somehow to to do this. And uh, I, I don't know, I mean, Apple is criticized for this uh, a lot and uh, Microsoft is fighting them and some platforms are going to the browsers in terms of like providing you access to uh, this cloud cloud gaming service via browser, for- via Safari, and uh, I believe some other uh, service will be uh, ready soon or already released. Uh, I- I'm not a gamer myself, um, I can't say how much we are depending on that. I'm. I- more happy with the apple arcade rather than with cloud gaming uh, but uh i do know guys who like saying this is not 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 good and i hope this will be settled in terms of proper um Store guidelines for the cloud gaming platforms and it's already started apple already uh, adds that as a separate point in the guidelines and i hope this will be more uh real uh refined and uh there will be an option for um, these cloud gaming providers to be on the app store and uh like actually doing business there and uh, well and at the same time I hope there will be more native games there like specifically crafted for my particular phone and uh, giving me all the uh all the options which my device can can give me I mean like working offline and uh, I don't great video audio effects responding to uh, accelerometer or whatever. So I'm I'm more interested in in great uh, native, like running locally games, not not something which is already only on the... We'll see. Um,
0: So Apple uh, wants to control data, all the purchases, and now uh, even the pricing policy. Uh, He started uh, to request um, uh, explanation of the prices uh, uh, that uh, developers... uh, uh, um, do uh, the, the, the developers uh, give them for their apps? Uh, if they think that if they uh, that they are too high, for example, uh, they even ask uh, to explain eight bucks sub- subscription. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the market should uh, decide what the price is relevant or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, that's 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 interesting i mean i again I, there were like i i do not exactly recall the uh app name like ruby or something which cost uh 800 bucks or something like that it was uh like a long long time ago when iphones were yeah. like just getting I, the apps or like reach yeah and like it was it was just showing an image and that's it mm-hmm. and like it costs uh, 800 bucks or, or something like that so I don't think we need these apps there, but it's not for me to decide. Again, if somebody wants to pay that, I think these are more uh, of the subscriptions which are uh, targeted for users who forget about these subscriptions. But again, I I think this not this shouldn't be solved in a way of controlling the price, but rather controlling the how the subscription is uh, presented to you and how you... Uh, how do you interact with it and how you remind about all your ongoing sub- subscriptions. And uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's, an, it's an interesting thing that you have to explain why exactly you're asking uh, eight bucks for the subscription. That's, well, that's not like 800 bucks. That's not 100 bucks. That's, that's not even 50 bucks for the subscription. Eight bucks is not something I would be want. I, I would wa- be uh, like, I don't want to explain that. That's something about Reasonably uh, covered by my own internal, uh, I don't know, processes. But it's interesting. Uh, ca- uh, it's interesting case. We 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 need to see how it will go uh, later. And um, uh, speaking of uh, App Store, and uh, let's talk on the uh, Apple Silicon Macs. They now have an option to install the iOS apps on the on your Mac. And uh, when the Big Sur, uh, Mac OS Big Sur was released, you were able to install the apps which are not approved by the vendor. So you were able to basically get the uh, application file and just run it on your Mac. And that was working more or less okay. Then Apple uh, basically uh, stopped that uh, with the, one of the uh, Mac OS 11 updates. Then they allowed that again and then they stop that again so <laughs> at the moment you can only install the ios apps which are approved by the vendor on the app store uh mm-hmm. I, think can that
0: decide, might... I think somehow that... testing tools Does it affect testing tools somehow
1: no i i don't know i mean if you are if you are the developer of that app you probably will be able to install that at least i hope so we will need to check that but uh if you i i think the 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 main thing here is like imagine you are i don't know banking up and you are doing a lot of stuff to prevent some data exposure on the ios but you rely on the ios in terms of uh, file protection like uh, you detect jailbreaks and even respond to that somehow and if you're running that on the macOS, you your user actually can get into your data using finder and uh, probably that Troubles somebody. I I don't know if Apple is actually doing that because they themselves want to stop doing that, or because they were asked by some big vendors which want to prevent this from happening. Tricky question here. I mean, I, I do not have an answer for that. I do not have any insiders in Apple in order to say like if that's uh, comes from the developers or that comes from the from the app itself. Uh, And while we're still talking on the App Store, let's cover one more thing here. So uh, Apple uh, already announced that they will be changing the prices in several countries, including South Korea. So there is nothing you can do there. But uh, if you're a developer, that might be useful because you will get probably more money on your uh, uh, in-app purchases and app purchases there. So nothing much to worry about. Just know that some countries have their... uh, Uh, prices updated according to the exchange rates for the currencies. Okay, I think we can talk about the betas.
0: Yeah, uh, expect the security uh, things that uh, we already discovered. There are some uh, nice user-facing features like um, 200 more emojis for (laughs) iPhone (laughs) Uh, or um, uh, live events uh, for listening now in Apple Music for macOS, and uh, for sure lots of uh, fixes uh, and improvements <laughs> as well.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, there were also not not just betas uh, during these two weeks. There were also updates on the operating systems, and uh, these updates include uh, macOS and uh, watchOS updates. Both were like minor updates, and they were targeting like just the bug fixes. And uh, uh, watchOS had a bug fix for the. Uh, Watch uh, Series 5 and ESE uh, basically uh, to fix the ch- uh, charging and um, that's, that's it and uh, other models didn't get that update and macOS also got the uh, update which was tar- targeting charging interestingly like other platforms did not have anything problems with charging but macOS and um, watchOS did and uh, you probably need to install this macOS update because also it also patched uh, the issue with the sudo command so it's uh, like it had a exploit active exploit there and you could probably could bypass verification of the super user on your Mac. So this update fixes that. And it also fixes uh, another thing which uh, got some people into trouble. So previously um, installer did not properly change, uh, check for the free space on your device. And if you didn't have enough free space, you basically could corrupt your Mac. (laughs) <laughs> well, not a good thing to do so uh, this particular update uh has a fix for that and it will not uh, allow you to update if you do not have enough space and it will uh, help you to to do these uh checks and like free free your space in order to make the proper update
0: lots of fixes for Marcos <laughs> great yeah. uh, and um, uh apple uh, continues to invite uh, uh, developers for the online events uh bring your ipad apps to macOS. Uh, i think they uh, do this uh, like uh, trying to uh, pop- populate uh, Mac OS store. Uh, so they're trying to do it already for several years, but um, not much successful.
1: Right. And uh, they are now using uh, other, like they introduced Catalyst, they introduced Swift UI, which you can use somehow to make uh, uh, these uh, tools work together. Um, And we need to mention here, it's not like all developers, it's uh, select developers. Basically, if you have your app already on the um, app store, you probably might get an invite uh, to this particular event. And there will be more events happening in terms of uh, these special events, like for the just uh, select uh, developers. So if you are one of those select developers, uh, please share your... How how it went. Well, at least if not, that's not covered by some kind of NDA. (laughs) And I expect it will be. But, uh, well, at least you can say, was it uh, good for you? Like, did you get anything specific? Did you get something which will help you to uh, be more successful on macOS? Well, that would be interesting to hear. Yeah. And um,
0: uh, many developers uh, were waiting now for some good exchange program uh, for. A developer transition kits they have. But uh, Apple uh, now just requested them uh, back. These uh, kits will like uh, to transit your uh, software to Apple Silicon and uh, just offer it uh, for this. Uh, uh, so developers paid for this $500. Uh, now they need to return it back and have only $200 uh, credit for current Macs uh, while everybody is waiting for a new line. And they can uh, pay it uh, only till uh, 31st of May. So there is no way to buy a new one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good that actually Apple listened to developers and they now are providing the refund or let's say credit for 500 bucks so they basically give you back for buck uh credit for uh, for the transition kit and uh, that's uh, happened uh, yeah. uh,
0: uh, when they have um, uh, previous, uh, a previous version of uh, developing transition uh, kit um it was a pretty better program they as uh, from one hand it cost $1000 but from other uh, hand they like uh, exchange it for uh, your mac without uh, any payments or uh, credits
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, that's
0: <laughs> uh, a <marketing> exchange program
1: <laughs> right yeah I, I i agree with you that's something well we we kind of expected that to be at least 500 bucks like like in, initially immediately i mean that's if you want this device back then like it, at least give us the same price which we we paid for or even better you probably can't substitute that with the current Mac Mini, at least something. That would be... And interestingly, only after the developers started uh, going on social media with uh, their like disagreement, let's put it that way, with these prices, only then uh, Apple uh, reverted that to 500 bucks. So if you're a developer and you're not happy with something, well, we still rely on social media to solve some of our issues, I think. So that's... Uh... That's something uh, to, to consider, like be, be active there, <laughs> that might help you. On, uh, on other news, let's talk a little bit on the third-party libraries. And uh, we have a sad story that uh, TensorFlow, uh, Swift for TensorFlow, sorry, <laughs> not, not the whole TensorFlow, uh, is discontinued by Google. So they basically stopping the development and archiving their repository. Uh, Swift for TensorFlow was kind of interesting projects uh, for those who are doing something with the machine learning, and typically you're using Python for those stuff, and that's kind of a weird choice for me. I mean, you want this code to be performant and you're u- using Python. Uh, well, yes, you use some kind of libraries which are pre-compiled, okay, but still, like, writing something in Python and expecting that to be running, like, uh, in the, per- like, where you expect the performance to be good. Well, weird. So there was a project which allowed you to use Swift for that, and uh, it's now, like, discontinued by Google. It's it's not like regular Swift, it's a specific version of Swift using, uh, like, some TensorFlow extensions and everything. So they, they said that uh, they already uh, provided uh, these features into main uh, Swift, not all, but many features into main Swift branch, and uh, so they don't see uh, an option to use that. And they Interestingly, they recommend you using uh, Python Kit, which is a library to interact with the Python through uh, from uh, Swift. So, you, you cannot avoid Python if you're doing machine learning, right?
0: <laughs> um, but I think Swift uh, could uh, have a future here because Apple uses on-client machine learning models uh, and uh, developing in this uh, direction. So it could be successful uh, in this area.
1: Yeah, and I, I actually hope this project will continue. I mean, this uh, this would also give more visibility to Swift. I mean, we will see more Swift developers, uh, even if they are not doing something for the iOS. I mean, it's much better to write something in Swift uh, because that's like type safety and everything. Like a lot of stuff uh, in Swift is better uh, than in Python. I hope we will not get angry emails from guys or like comments from guys who are loving Python. But I mean, really Swift, I think it would be much better even for the machine learning. And uh, it's sad to see this uh, project go. Uh, we Well, it may be some other iteration, uh, other vendors might take something on this, I hope, but we'll'll we'll see at, at the moment. Uh, the project is discontinued, and uh, again, uh, Google recommends you using python uh, and uh, more
0: about uh, closing projects uh, so bintry hosting for homebrew is uh, shutting down, and um, developers are looking for new options
1: yeah <laughs> if- will. Yeah, let, let let's let, let's make it like less dangerous to, to 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 everybody. It's not it's not that homebrew is going down. I mean, the guys from homebrew is already uh, looking into options, and they are not uh, like they are not in worry. They probably will be able to find uh, something on their own. They actually ask you to submit any comments if you have something, some idea on where to host their uh, collection of your uh, recipes. How they call them so uh probably will, they will survive. So homebrew is uh not shutting down, only the hosting for current hosting for for them uh is going away on May, and we still have some time on May. We will uh cover whenever they found proper hosting or not, but at the moment there is no reason it, to worry.
0: It will not be GitHub.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think it won't be. I mean, I, I think there will be something more specific there. Okay, uh so uh I want to make one more uh, thing here and uh, we are developers here and uh, this is important to be a developer. Uh, there is some uh, news uh, coming from UK. So there is a study which showed that uh, the apps which were using Apple Google's uh, exposure notification uh, framework uh, helped to prevent over uh, 600,000 infections. So. Well, this is a study, and yes, we might um, like consider these are not true numbers, but still, consider this as something encouraging to you as a developer. You as a developer can save lives, in, even in this particular way. So this is this is a good thing. Uh, the uh, UK actually used um, uh, an application based on the Apple Google's uh, Apple's Google's uh, framework, uh, which is used in many countries now, and. Uh, I hope at least for this pandemic, this will be like uh, helping to prevent something, and uh, we will end this pandemic soon. So again, it's great that this particular app helped users, and uh, it's great to see that these uh, these apps actually like they, they give something. And this study shows that user act- users from UK are installing these applications and they do something uh, with them and uh, like check that. So this is definitely good news to see and uh, good job guys from uk <laughs>
0: initially technology helped to spread the virus and now it helps to help <laughs> <stop laughs> the virus
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh,
0: sure. and, and now it's uh, pretty easy to do with technology because everybody is uh, with devices and even uh, maybe apple watch could uh, um, uh maybe uh, somebody can think that it's not very popular device, but now it's over 100 million uh, users of uh, Apple Watch in the world. And um, uh, only the last year, Apple uh, sold over 300 million uh, devices and uh, every 10th iPhone user in the world has uh, Apple Watch and uh, Thirty-five uh, percentage of Americans have uh, that have a- uh, that have iPhone have Apple Watch. I think it's a very good market, and uh, um, users uh, so developers can reach a lot of users uh, and um, people uh, to uh, to solve their problems and make a content more personal.
1: Right, I I I definitely agree with that. I mean, I use Apple Watch myself, and. Uh, It's kind of trending into something like health and fitness related stuff, but it still can do more things. And I uh, will use that. uh, Yeah, and those bugging notifications, which can always get you even uh, if you put your phone away. So, (laughs) but uh, I hope there will be more uh, apps which solve something specifically on your Apple Watch. And uh, uh, again, 100 million people, that's something to like, to focus on i mean this is a huge market you can do something here with with the with this and uh, uh, that would be the last news news for today that not news actually so legal battles continues and uh, uh epic games it's <laughs> actually uh doing something to uh <sighs> to attack apple on the states level so they uh they hired a lobbyist to uh, build an anti-app store bill, which is basically uh, try to force um, Apple and Google to allow other payment methods for the in-app purchases. Well, North Dakota bill was rejected, but we hear the news that there will come in new bills in other in other states. So I believe this, uh, well, like Epic is doing like their epic fight uh, against Apple on on all fronts here. And uh, they uh, also got rejected in, I believe, UK uh, with their claims. But uh, we will not cover probably uh, those fights unless it will be something important uh, anymore. I mean, that's, uh, again, it's almost a year of these uh, (laughs) uh, lawsuits happening uh, from time to time. We will see only if, if the results will be interesting for us. But I think that's probably it for uh for this particular thing and we see that uh we have a comment in uh youtube and uh we are asked uh what are our favorite uh, WatchOS apps uh, irina do you have any
0: uh i have no uh, WatchOS <laughs> oh i uh, think i i get few uh maybe i think uh, two or three watch os or, or watch uh, apple watches but uh, now i just sold all all of them and don't don't use <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: because
0: for me, uh for me for uh, uh, really for yeah. me it was more uh, accessory uh it was <laughs> i don't know maybe a us version will be better but uh, for that time it didn't work for me good
1: um yeah i I wouldn't name any third-party app here, Uh, I would name one app, which probably the favorite app for me, and uh, well, probably two, but one of them, like, yeah, we we all do fitness and uh, all the trainings, uh, workouts, that's something uh, which is, uh, like, favorite, but uh, I would name the Breathe app, which, like, gets you to calm down and breathe for five minutes or whatever number of minutes you want to and uh, uh, relax and focus on your breathing exercise. So I would name that app as my favorite app. I mean, um, probably that's one of the most important apps uh, here. And uh, yeah, I do think you sleep we covered... With
0: the yeah. Do you sleep with Apple Watch?
1: Do you sleep with Apple Watch? Uh, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I try to analyze my sleep. I do not get any meaningful data yet. <laughs> I hope... that like, in uh, well, started. <laughs> Um, I do charge uh, in the morning, probably, uh, or well, it it lasts uh, more than uh, uh, more than uh, one day, so it's like one one and a half days. So it like I'm charging when they are going to like uh, to be like low on power. So typically, I I, I am able now to charge them anyway anytime I want because well we are <laughs> on pandemic and we are sitting at home, <laughs> so I'm I'm always near the charger for this particular watch. And uh, yeah, so um, and I, I can't say that something from like sleep analysis is uh, showing anything yet, but I hope that in some time in the future, there will be some more studies and uh, they will be able to recommend me something in order to improve this my sleep or uh, something else. I'm looking in my script for, uh, for the news and uh, it seems we covered everything for today. And uh, yeah, we need to say thank you for coming. Thank you for being with us today. That was uh, an interesting... Uh, episode and uh we will see you next time in two weeks
0: see you thanks everybody for coming
1: yeah see you bye
0: bye bye